We've spent our whole life trying to unite the world. And I'm tired, dude. Ted, we have a destiny to fulfill. Greetings, my excellent friends. Hello and welcome to the Dead Letter Movie Podcast. This is episode 51, recorded August 30th, 2020. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. And today we are reviewing the third movie featuring the most excellent duo of Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted face the music. Starring, of course, Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. It's been... It's been a little while. It's been a while, yeah. Um, and yet, surprisingly, it works okay. The, uh, let's see, who else is in this movie? Um, let's see, Kristen Schaal's in this Kristen movie. Kristen Um As the, as new Rufus, as Rufus's daughter Kelly, which is George Carlin's re- daughter's real name is Kelly. Um, so that's kind of cool. Holland Taylor. We also get Bill and Ted's daughters in this movie, played by Samara Weaving and... Mm-hmm. And Bridget Lundy Payne. There's also, of course, a host of other various cameos, as these movies are wont to do. Um, Dave Grohl shows up. Kid Cudi. There's a... Oh, my my favorite random cameo was Wynn Butler of Arcade Fire, (laughs) randomly there. Um, which is in which is fitting um, because in the original movie, we had Clarence Clemens and Martha Davis. So it's... uh, Totally works. Um, The... Uh, William Sadler uh, Sadler returns as Death. As death. Death. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite screen representations of Death, if not the favorite, even if it is basically lampooning Ingmar Bergman's version of Death from the Seventh Seal. Uh, I mean, it's it's probably still one of the funniest. It, oh, oh yeah. Um, there are probably funnier versions of Death that I just don't know about. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. I would have a hard time believing that of you. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. This uh, this this movie we're uh, you know twenty odd years on from the last movie. Bill and Ted still have not created the music that saves the world, and they're still trying and not really getting anywhere. Hijinks ensue. Hijinks ensue. We go all throughout time. Um, we go into the future. We go in. We go back to hell. Um, yeah, we, uh, we go into the quantum realm even, you know, spoiler alert of sorts. But, uh, yeah, so just like, in a lot of ways it feels like the first two movies kind of put together in the, in the major points that happen. I mean, like, they go to hell, they go to, they go to the past, they go to the future, they, you know, there's a lot of similar Mm -hmm. things going on. Um, however, this particular one has a little bit more of a somber tone than expected. Um, but maybe that makes sense considering these characters are... 20-something years older and haven't lived up to their potential yet, that would definitely make a, an impression on somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, right right from the start, pretty much, we get Bill and Ted in the middle of a midlife crisis. Yeah, and that's really what it is. is Bill and Ted face the music is Bill and Ted coming to terms with the fact that they're older now and have maybe, quote, passed their prime and haven't lived up to what they thought they should be at this point. And that's actually surprisingly deep for a movie that it's about two, you know, dumb guys who travel back in time in a phone booth. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. It, it does kind of mash up most of the, the major elements of the first two films, you know, plus the midlife crisis, you know, plus some, some uh, semi-solo adventures with the, the two daughters yeah. going off and, and doing their thing. Um, I mean, so right, right. Right from the start, I'm, I'm going to say I did enjoy this movie. Yeah, I, you know, I had a good time watching yeah. it, but the the tone right from the start did strike me as kind of odd. You know, 
compared to the previous two films. It's it's a bit of a contrast there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and noticeable. Sim- yeah, yeah it, it, it was noticeable. Um, in a similar way, it's a lot busier than the previous two films, I think. There's, yeah, at any given point in the movie, a lot more going on than either of the other two movies. Those were, you know, yeah. fairly straightforward, you know, single-line narrative progressions. Yeah, because we don't really mostly. deviate from Bill and Ted in the other two movies. Yeah, yeah. There were, you know, occasional little asides just to remind you, it's, oh, yeah, you know, you know, Beethoven's, you know, off in the mall, mm-hmm. or, you know, Napoleon's in the water park. But, right. I mean, we get a side plot with the with the daughters in this one, and we even get, like, an even sub-side plot with the princesses in their own little thing that we don't really see happen, but they're off doing their own thing as well. Yeah, we, we kind of get to see that it is something that is happening without actually seeing it happen. Exactly, so, yeah. Yeah. And then we have a robot from the future again, um, <laughs> trying to get to Bill and Ted. Now, mind you, I really like the guy who plays the robot. Um, he's on this show called Barry with Bill Hader that I really like. So we have that to contend with as well. So there's there's a lot going on here. There is, and I, you know, we we, we discussed this a little before, uh, and I think for the most part they do a pretty good job of of juggling it all. Mm-hmm. But it is a lot, and it's a lot more to keep up with than. Than, expected. You know, excellent adventure or or bogus journey, and certainly more than I expected. It does also have this this added depth. So yeah, in in a lot of ways, there's a lot more going on here than than expected. And I don't know why we didn't. Ex- well, I know why we didn't expect it. They're Bill and Ted movies, uh, right? But at the same time, though, we sh- is it was it dumb of us to not consider the screenwriters because these are the same screenwriters for the first two movies, like. Like, is it dumb of us to not consider the fact that the screenwriters would try to put something a little extra when they've had 20-something years for them to think about this? And over, like, they have been trying to make this movie for over 10 years. And so this has been in developmental hell for for who knows how long. Yeah, a while. A really long time. So I guess it sort of makes sense that this would have an additional added, you know, layer to it. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting it. I did not expect to be thinking this much during a Bill and Ted movie. And I did not expect to be thinking about it that much while I was, like, getting to sleep at night. Like, oh, this Mm -hmm. is, like... Um, and the thing, uh, before we were recording, I was talking with Tim and I said, like, although I would never call all three of these movies smart, per se. I mean, um, they are, there are smart things about them. There's clever things about them. Each movie did get smarter than the previous. Um, that's the thing I actually really like about Bogus Journey is that, one, it just sort of embraces its anarchy that they could do, which I, which is something I always admire in movies. Um, but it's also a little bit smarter talking about, you know, fate and, you know, stuff like that. But then this third one is even smarter than the second one in how it examines just the sadness of growing older (laughs) and the Mm -hmm. sadness of not reaching what you expected for yourself or in this case what's expected of you from the universe or so and you can read that in other ways as like some male entitlement stuff if you really want to go that way but at the same time like you know they're coming at it from such a genuine and in in an oddly loving empathetic way that i think that it ends up resonating better than you could ever expect to yeah yeah and you know, like like the previous two movies, it's you know, there's there's so much made about you know Bill and Ted are gonna you know ultimately save the world through music, mm-hmm. and the movies themselves are not really about the music; they're nope. really about Bill, Bill and, and Ted. Ted. Yeah, 
And and that's ultimately what this is still about. It's still about Bill and Ted, but it, it's about Bill and Ted as older men. Um, who, first of all, the fact that they're still this kind this kind of friendly at their age, good for them. Um, <laughs> and uh, the uh, and although there's all this stuff about the band, they don't hate each other. They um, they still hang out. Um, they they get along much better than Simon and Garfunkel did. It seems. Um, <laughs> And yeah, it's just it's just a really interesting way about how these three movies can all be about the same thing, but still be different. So yeah, it's uh, surprisingly consistent across three different movies there, um, which I think is something that never happens or rarely happens. Yeah. So I mean, it it does a lot of the the things that the previous movies did well. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of the you know kind of silly romp stuff mm-hmm. with with the historical figures in this yep. case specifically uh, you know famous musicians from history. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there, there's some some nice little comedic bits there. Yeah, I I don't want to you know spoil too much here. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I yeah I, I I got some some good laughs out of there. And you know actually you know props to you know whoever actually was devising the the musicality of those of those yeah. scenes because there there were some great little moments. And yeah, I I don't know if if these actors were actually you know performing the instruments in any of those cases. Yeah, I I haven't looked you know close yeah, enough yeah. to 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 say anything on on that, but. Yeah, there there are some great little little back and forth moments that are you know sort of like music as a language. Yeah, and I think that's that's something that's actually very important. Like uh, when, although I wouldn't ever say that the first two movies soundtracks were like extremely great soundtracks. I mean, like they're not like the Pulp Fiction or Forrest Gump soundtracks. The <laughs> those, but the music that fits in with that is so in keeping with what that music, what that what those movies are saying, and the kind of like characters that are associated with it. It totally makes sense. And this movie can, continues that on, but still looks at it at a deeper level, which I think is pretty cool. All right, yeah. so. I guess to kind of like think of us, so we'll talk about what is, we've already been kind of working on this. So we'll talk about what's excellent about the movie before we get into what's bogus. But yeah, the musicality of it, the deeper nature of it, that's pretty excellent. Um, Alex Winter is ex- is super excellent as Bill. Um, most not like, excellent. Most excellent. Um, not that not that Keanu is, you know, bad as Ted in any way, but, you know, uh, the uh, we were, Tim and I were talking about this before. Alex Winter hasn't really acted since the last movie, with a, with a few exceptions. And Keanu, we've seen act in a few things, so we might, I might be subconsciously putting the, the you know, the, the I might be subconsciously putting stuff on Keanu. Um, yeah. That I'm not on Alex Winter, because I haven't seen him in such a line. But, uh, but Alex Winter just flows right into Bill without any kind of like like he it's like he it's like he was still it's like he never left it's like he never left um and that's kind of cool whereas like you can kind of see this like melancholiness that's in ted but ted always had that in the other two movies it's just not as obvious in the other two um so it still is in keeping so uh, alex winter is excellent the script is surprisingly good for for what it is the movie is way better than it has any right to but uh as tim said before we were recording that well the other two movies are way better than they have any right to so. yeah yeah that's 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 still true i mean was was true then it's true now i mean yeah have no business being that good yep what's also excellent is how consistent it is with the other two movies so like this is these are three movies that actually work really well together. I imagine myself watching all three of them back to back in the future, but I am unsure if how not having a good chunk of time between two and three, like how that'll work. 
because I think having a little bit of time for the characters to get older is maybe not a bad thing. I don't. Yeah, know. I don't know. It's uh, it's it's definitely strange. I mean, if I were framing that, I I think I would, I would maybe do the first two you know, on on consecutive nights, like say a, a Friday, Saturday, and then wait a week or two and put on the third one. Yeah, I think that would probably that might be the better way to do things instead of like a triple feature. Um, and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's uh, the fact that you can do Back to the Future back to back to back, and it's kind of like good. Is you know it's fun. You can do that with the Evil Dead trilogy as well. Um, yeah, but um, not not and all those are trilogies kind of have remarkable to... for that. Yeah, but... yeah, and not but not all trilogies have to do that. So, so all right. So anything else that really worked for you, Tim? Oh gosh, um, yeah, some of the some of the performances by uh, you know the. You know, actors playing you know famous historical musicians. It's you know you you've, you've nailed this. It's 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 a character and it's a little bit cartoony, but it it it's never quite caricature. You know, and mm-hmm. it it feels honest. It's like, okay, yeah, it's, you know, great. There's hey, it's 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 that person, and and you know immediately with without even having to you know be told. None of the characters have to call them out by name. It's like mm. so excellent. Excellent. The guy they have who plays Mozart was surprisingly funny. I think uh, this movie has a lot more use of visual humor than the other two. Um, And Mozart's actually a pretty good example of that because he speaks in German and we have no idea exactly what he's saying. But the way how excited he gets to meet other musicians from the past is like extremely, it's really funny. Um, It kind of reminds me of Socrates in the first movie. Um, yeah, so, alright, so what's bogus, I mean, there's gotta be things that are bogus, um, but, uh, they're not, like, super bogus, um, at the, at the same time, I guess, like, when I think about the things that, you know, could work better is that, yeah, there is a lot going on, Tim and I are, aren't 100% sure it needed to be this complicated, I kinda like that it's that complicated, but I'm not yeah. sure it needs to be. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you on that, I, I do feel it's a little too complicated for its own good like i do feel that that weighs it down a bit mm-hmm. I, mean, I but i i like that it is so mm-hmm. i i'm i'm not sure i i don't know if you'd given it another you know five ten minutes of 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 actual screen time mm-hmm. if you know to to let it breathe just a, a little you know if that would have helped or if you, you needed to cut something but i mean nothing here really feels extraneous either so it's 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 complicated yeah. but it yeah complicated. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna put that one in the bogus column also mm-hmm. just it's, it's not not totally bogus but yeah is still bogus yeah it is not is uh i'd say maybe it's most non non heinous maybe. <laughs> yeah. maybe i don't know i don't know there's like things i could nitpick but i mean like they're just that's just like style things and stuff like that um but um like and you can tell that it's a movie made now um so it's gonna have a when you watch the three of them together there's gonna be a big jump in how the style looks but the um but i but to be honest there's a big style difference between the first one and the second one so yeah so maybe it all works um it's sort of weird when i think about the things that are kind of bogus about it like uh, the more i'm able to be able to like well you know but to be honest it doesn't weigh it down that much I don't know. Like, I don't really know if we needed to go back to hell the way we did. Like, I don't know if it needed to happen that way. Um, at the same time, though, it was great to see death again. We could have had more death, <laughs> I think. Although apparently the problem was that they had too much death. Apparently. Apparently that was the problem originally, yes. Yes, too much 40-minute bass solos, yeah. I lament, I, I do lament the lack of station. 
Um, although station, there is still a uh, a reference to yeah. it. So yeah, there, there there are a couple of callbacks, which yep. was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like the right amount of callbacks. They're like um, the thing I liked about this is unlike say, um, oh, that, actually this is not a bad analogous. Like, unlike uh, Halloween 2018, you could even if you weren't a fan of those other movies or didn't see the other movies, you could tell they were making reference to other things, um, and that it kind of bogged down the movies. I feel like this one, they're actually pretty good about handling the fan stuff. Um, they yeah, don't. They yeah. don't get real deep into it. They maybe that's why we don't have station in it. Actually, it's like because that would have been seen as too much. Maybe they thought about it and then they're like, ah, let's just take it back. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm good with stations contribution to this movie such as it is such as it is yes i also like the ongoing use of the of plural us and other people using that in this case because uh, the princesses even say uses which uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's the best um yeah. yep yep all right so we don't have that much bogus as we thought we would but you know pleasantly surprised at how good this was i'm also pleasantly surprised at how well these three movies work um these movies were never aspiring to be the godfather trilogy which is good um it didn't need it always knew what it was it was very self-assured and self-aware and so i think that that is pretty commendable it's actually something i'm gonna find myself admiring about these three movies as time goes go time goes by i imagine um all three of these movies are kind of in the b range um i really like the second one i like the second movie more than the first although at the same time like you know that that first movie really sets up the sandbox that the second movie gets to be a lot better it's much more reliant on it um so yeah, like yeah. if if the first two movies are like a B and B plus, this is probably like a B minus. Um, but they're really close to each other, like consistently, consistency wise, and like and just quality and everything. Um, and maybe that's because they knew that they if they if they tried to get to a higher aspirations, it would just fall. I like the fact that the movies get smarter as you go along, and I like the fact that the characters grow as as you go along. So, I mean, like, this... Th- it gets more things right than it does wrong, which is surprising for something that took 28 years to happen. So, yeah. Yeah, worth watching. Yeah, I I, I agree. This is... This one, to me, is is kind of on the, the B minus mm-hmm. C plus edge there's I'll, I'll i'll go with the b minus i mean it's 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 bill and ted you can't not love yep. bill and ted but yeah it it was never super aspirational this one is weirdly more aspirational in that it's it's deeper and actually has some things to say that weren't really you know anything they were attempting mm-hmm. in in the older films which you know feels a little bit incongruous but i think they did a, a pretty decent job of it and it, it kind mm-hmm. of fits so yeah, you know, yeah. B minus. And uh, great movies to watch um, to fill your time. Classic Sunday afternoon movies. Um, and also, considering the state of things right now, the kind of movie we really needed. Yep. Yeah. So, so that's Bill and Ted Face the Music, available on demand from all the major yeah. on demand retailers. It's surprisingly um, easy to get and, a hold of. Yeah. In theory, yeah. is playing at a drive-in, probably not near you, but um, has been, is playing in the drive-ins not near me. Apparently, dr- uh, playing at the drive-ins closer to Tim, um, but yeah, yeah, at, at least one. And man, I, I don't know. Do you want to talk about theaters? Do you do you want to say a bit uh, here? So Tim and I were talking about what's the next thing we're gonna be able to do. And my state movie theaters aren't open yet. Even if they do open in the state, it probably won't open in my city for a time. Um, and even then, I don't know if I'm going back to a theater anytime soon. The which is lame. Um, We'll see what ends up being our next episode. We have ideas, but it all it's all contingent on what we're able to do. So Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, yeah, I, I'm not comfortable going back into the theaters at this point. So, yeah, most of them are taking way more health and, mm-hmm. and safety measures, which, you know, good for them. But it's, it's plain and simple, not mm-hmm. enough. I mean, those, those measures are, are not really that effective yeah. against, you know, the, the things that are, are causing this. Well, and the thing is, I'm not worried so, about my safety so much as I am worried about like yeah. being asymptomatic and, you know, you know, hurting someone else. Yeah. So like, that's the thing I'm more concerned about. So, yeah. Yeah. We, we both watched this, you know, mm-hmm. digitally from the, you know, from our couches. Um, Real, yep, yep, from our couches. So I, I, I think it's safe to say that's that's what we're both recommending at yep. this point. Uh, you know, and there there are definitely more movies coming out, and nobody is is more anxious to get back into the theaters than than mm-hmm. we are, and and we certainly are. But you know, it's it's just not really safe to do right now. Right so. now. We look forward to the day when it is. Hopefully, that day will come sooner rather than later, and you know. We're just going to have to be patient until then. and We'll you know. see what happens. We'll see what happens. But anyway, uh, stay safe, folks. Um, I guess the best way that we should end this one is um, the way, like, the obvious thing. We just of course. Said, so yeah. Be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. So, until next time, station! I'm really sorry that I lasered you all. And I just need to tell you, my name, my name is Dennis Caleb McCoy, and I just want to say that. Oh.